The whole situation seemed strange, and gave me a bad feeling as I awaited King Edgar. I was more than a little curious to know what could possibly be so urgent that it could not wait until morning. I met the king in the antechamber behind the throne in the great hall. Expansive tapestries hid King Edgar's two personal bodyguards in the door to the chamber. We were safe to talk there. Explaining the arrival of Talia so late at night made me feel as though waking the king might not have been the wisest move on my part. But when I spoke Talia's name, a look of terror flushed King Edgar's face. I knew the king had the same uneasy feeling that I did. Rising from his chair, King Edgar nodded to the door and said, "'It's time to meet this forest witch to hear her urgent message.' Although witch was the name that crossed my mind when I first saw Talia, the king, saying it out loud, made my uneasy feelings all the more real. I led the way as we opened the chamber door to enter the great hall. As we made our way to the dais, I bowed, giving King Edgar due respect as he ascended to sit on his throne. As he sat down, I glanced up at the brightly colored tapestries hanging around the walls. They told the stories of all the great and not-so-great leaders and heroes throughout Westerford's history. King Edgar, I thought, would surely be remembered among the greatest for his wisdom, bravery, and the love he had for his people. Glancing toward the long, oaken feasting table at the back of the hall, I noticed that Talia had neither risen nor looked up from her stew when the king entered the hall. What was her urgent message? I could not imagine. Taking his place on the throne, King Edgar, in his booming voice, he was a giant of a man, called to Talia. Talia of Tranglem Forest, keeper of the wood and all her creatures, great and small, to what do we owe your late night visit? What urgent message do you have that caused you to walk from your warm home in the Dorcharas all the way to Westerford Castle? It must be of utmost importance, since it could not even wait until morning." Rising to her full height, which wasn't very tall at all, and still cloaked in her black, her head still covered by her hood, Talia slowly made her way, leaning heavily on her crooked walking stick to the dais steps, never looking at King Edgar until she was right in front of him. When Talia lifted her head to address the king, there was a glow in her eyes that was not a reflection from the Great Hall's fire or torches. Anger in her eyes screamed danger for King Edgar. Before anyone could move to defend the king, Talia drew what appeared to be a dagger carved of glass from within the folds of her cloak. As though flying, Talia was upon the king, driving her glass dagger to the hilt into King Edgar's chest. Time seemed to stand still as I watched this witch viciously attack Edgar. No one moved to help him. I realized that I could not move. I could see and hear everything that was happening, but could do nothing about it. Talia stepped back from the throne, raised both hands up high. Still holding her crooked walking stick, smoke and fire seemed to fly from her fingertips as she spoke. Her voice loud and crackling made a sing-song tune as she swayed back and forth, never taking her glowing eyes off of King Edgar, who sat pale and dazed on his throne, the clear handle of Talia's dagger sticking out of his chest. I found it odd, at the terrifying moment that no blood showed on the king's chest. But I shook off the feeling, and swiftly focused on the words coming from Talia's mouth. 
where fire and ice together dwell, deep within a tranglem dwell, standing stones dance round a throne, made for one true king alone. My curse upon your kingly head shall leave you neither live nor dead. Upon your throne both day and night you'll sit, too weak to stand or fight, until ignite can solve my riddle. You'll hover somewhere in the middle, world between life and death, and struggle taking every breath. My riddle may sound simple here. Much more there is than meets the ear. Across the morning sky they soar, never flying there before. From common blood a knight ascends, a mythic creature he befriends, and takes a maid lovely and fair, becoming both husband and heir. Days gone by in hollow tree, a giant egg hid golden key. When the egg at last was found, two in one at last.